Hey, it's Bao, and this is Coffee with Bao, and this is like a new thing I'm doing.、Um, it's a lot more informal. It's gonna be easier for me to make, which means you get to meet more cool people that I hang out with.、Um, but Coffee with Bao is where I talk to interesting people, human beings, about the cool stuff they do and about learning how to be a human being also. And today I'm hanging out with Katie Hargrove, who is a singer, songwriter,、uh, musician, and、um, probably many more things. Things. We,、yep. we just met, so we're going to learn about Katie and、um, say hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, also, shout out to Shayna Casey from Modern Works Music Publishing for linking us up. Yes. We're going to make some songs today. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Katie. Hi! Well, you, how fresh are you to LA from Tennessee? So, I actually lived in Tennessee until I was like 15. Then I moved to Ohio for like a year. Then I moved to Florida for a few years. Then I moved to Washington, D.C. What the hell? I know. So, I've only lived in LA for like three years. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to Koreatown, our home abode.、Uh, you've been pretty busy. You are.、Um, One half of a duo called Wild Story. I am. <laughs> And、um, you guys have gotten some cool music placements recently. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've just been trying to, trying to truck away. We actually just started releasing music end of May. May 28th was our first release. So it's all been like super fresh. We started this. <laughs> I know. We started this band in the midst of the pandemic. And we just like, Really fell in love with it. I think at first we were like, maybe we'll just have like a sync project. And then we both come from performing backgrounds. Like he had his own band, I did my own solo artist stuff. And then once we started making the music, we were like, we both really love this and we wanted、cool. to be more than that. So yeah. yeah, we started playing shows and yeah, doing the thing. I love it.、Um, what other stuff had you been working on previously musically? Yeah, so when I moved out to LA, I really was just wanting to songwrite for other artists. So I was like, I don't really know if I want to do the artist thing all the time myself. And so I started working、um, with a couple of different publishing houses and just like going to everything, meeting people, trying to work with as many people as possible.、Yeah. Started doing a lot of like dance music, EDM, top lining. Is that out of your wheelhouse? Um, not really, but I think it was just new to me. I hadn't done a ton of it. And so when I came to LA, it seemed like I was doing so much more of it, which I love. But yeah, just working with like independent artists,、cool. songwriting, doing that kind of thing.、And、then I got into sync in the last year and a half. So,、yes. yeah. So,、um, most of the people who watch Coffee with Bao don't know what sync licensing、okay. is.、Um, I guess my summary would be it's when a company. Kind of rents your song to put onto whatever they're working on, like an advertisement, or maybe it's a show or whatever. Yeah. So somebody pays you to use your song in a piece of media that is、uh, for another purpose. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, totally. Totally. I feel like the music industry in general, people aren't familiar with like the back end of it. You know、right. what I mean? They think artists write all their own songs, they think everyone is just like doing their own thing, you know? So I think it's, it's important for us to be like, here's behind the. Yeah,、I'm、there's、pretty. a whole crew of people behind these huge artists、yeah. who are making things work. Totally,、um, totally. I want to know about you, like, as a human. As a human. Like, you've lived in a thousand places in the US. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>、um, One thousand, to be exact. <laughs>
Have you been like musically inclined forever? I yeah, music is like what I've always done. Um, I was classically trained on piano around like nine, ten, and I did like competitions, and I really, honestly, like hated it. I hated, <laughs> I hated doing like competitions around something I loved so much, and. Then when I was around 12, I started wanting to perform. And so my dad was also in music. Um, he had a band back in nice. Knoxville where we were from. And I just started playing all of these like bars during bands. Wait, how old? I know, at like 13, 12, 13. <laughs> but I started playing in their breaks. And so I would like contact them and be like, can I just play when you guys take a break? And I'd play like three songs and it was just like the highlight of my life. But um, I awesome. had to get like wristbanded and all those things because obviously I was like so young. But <laughs> yeah, I just started performing and that's kind of when I switched over to guitar because um, it was so much easier to bring into spaces yeah. and like hauling in a keyboard. Totally. And sometimes that's not the vibe anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me play my piano in this bar. Right. Um, yeah, so always been pretty musically inclined. Yeah. How cool. So you said your dad was a was into music stuff? Yeah. Yeah. He was a songwriter, is a songwriter, I guess, still. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, he did like he had a band with a couple guys and they were more like Americana alternative leaning. Yeah. So I mean I we grew up in a very musical household, I would say. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, do you feel like you knew pretty early that that, that was like your passion? Yeah, I think I did. I I think I was nervous for that to be my passion because I didn't know like the longevity of that, obviously, because um, I think growing up you see like superstars and you're like that it's either that or nothing. And there's yeah. there's so much more to the music industry than just like the touring artists. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's so many other possibilities for people. Um, not that everyone can't be that, too. But yeah, so I think I always knew, but I just didn't know how I was going to like get to that. And get to like making a living off of music. Yeah, you know that, that's kind of what my family thinks being a musician is too. Like you're Justin Bieber or you're nobody. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, half like, of my family thinks I'm Justin Bieber, and then half of my family <laughs> thinks I'm nobody. Right? You know what I mean? Like they're like, you live in a mansion in Beverly Hills. I'm like, no, no. no. There's plenty of people who do music and are like just steady. You know, like well, for all the aspiring musicians out there, there's like a whole musical middle class that you can be oh, in totally, and still love what totally. you do. Totally. A million percent. Like, I think there's so many different avenues for people. Like, I mean, especially like in sync or in whatever you're looking to do. I mean, like songwriting, production, yeah. teaching music. Like, there's so many avenues for people. So I think it's just finding what you fit in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's coffee with bow, but I forgot my coffee. So I'm going to grab Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me get mine. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I got my coffee. Yeah. I got coffee. Katie has coffee. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. I love that you've been just like going at it, you know, because um, you had some uh, new sync stuff with some other artists, too, that are not Wild Story recently, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I work kind of across the board on sync. I've done... I kind of got into it from this camp that I did um, with Vita. It's a show on stars. It's like a Latinx mm. show. Um, and I worked with an incredible artist named Angelica Garcia um, with another co-writer of mine who I work with all the time named Avina Savage. And we wrote like 
the opening and exit song of this one episode and then kind of just like opened the door of sync for me. Yes. I was like, oh my God, I love this. What is this? When was it? <laughs> um, I think that aired like last May or the May before. It was like pretty recent. Yeah. So um, yeah, that kind of opened the door for me. And then I work with an artist named Moons a lot. Uh, and I love working with her. And we've had a couple syncs on like Freeform and random stuff like that. But yeah, I, it kind of work all over the place in film and TV. Love it. Yeah. Um, do you do like other non-sync related stuff too? Yeah, totally. I do a lot of work as a songwriter and also just like as an artist for things. I just finished some top lines with some DJs that I'm going to be releasing. Um, I songwrite for so many different people, but yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of a taboo topic for some people and you don't, we don't have to get super deep in it if you don't want, but um, a lot of people who are kind of newer in the music thing yeah. have other jobs that they do on the sure. side. Um, are, what else do you, do you do anything else? Like, yeah, I would say all of my other jobs are in music, but I perform a lot. I work for agencies, so I'll do like private event gigs and things cool. like that. I'm always all over performing for somebody's something. Um, yeah, so I do a lot of that just because that's like in my wheelhouse. I've been like a performing musician for so long and yeah. I like toured there for a minute. So I, it's just like natural for me and it doesn't feel like a job, but it pays, you know, so yeah. you do your thing. I also write personalized songs, which some people are like, <laughs> what, what do you, do you mean? mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. See, I was ready for it. Um, there's like tons of companies out there that do it, but I work with Songfinch and basically like you get like a brief, basically like you wouldn't think of like what somebody wants for their anniversary or whatever. And then I write their song Whoa. and it's really, it's really sweet because I get these videos on Instagram of them like playing this song to propose to somebody and it's beautiful. Like I think Aww. it's a really like genuine way to connect music with like life. But I know some people are like, you're giving up your music for, you know, some random event. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I love that. I think yeah. it's a connection. and It also lets you make like a thousand songs a year, which yeah. is a really great way to grow as a person and an artist. Yeah. But all of that to say, I'm like lucky and grateful to have all of my like hustles be in music. But I know tons of people who are like, I don't want to have to hustle with something that's like creative and something I love so much. So like do your thing. If you work as a waiter and then you also do music, like do your thing. I feel like it shouldn't be a taboo issue. I feel like... Yeah, which the, is why I wanted to talk yeah, about Yeah, I feel like the more totally. you can like invest yourself genuinely in what you're doing, the better. So if that means working a nine to five and then doing music at night and making shit you love, like do it. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Woo! I'm glad we Woo! talked about that. By the way, guys, I'm using my design background... And my other job is to um, provide brand and design services, like mm. consulting for mainly tech clients. So I have a side job, too. See? See? It's totally normal. It is. And I feel like we should, it should be a better conversation. So I'm glad you're asking about it. Because I feel like so many people are like, oh, I like do accounting in the mornings yeah. for something, but then like no one knows and then yeah. you find out and they're like, what? I thought he was, <laughs> I just thought he was like so big in music and it's like you can be big in music and also have another job. Like it's, it's nothing to feel anything about. Yeah. Like, do your thing. I want that to be the case. Yeah, 100%. Do your thing, y'all. Do your thing. <laughs>
Um, for some reason, for some reason, the the three folks that I know in LA through Modern Works are all gay ladies. Oh, love it! <laughs> Including you, love and, it. Um, has that been like a, a factor in navigating the industry? Hmm, that's a good question. You mean like has my sexuality been something that, or, or is it like? What, well, what's... I, I guess it's like a double-sided question. Yeah. One is it has obviously it's in all of the content that you write because you obviously totally. everybody writes from an authentic from here. place. Yeah, um, but also just like through the years of like going through the industry, um, ha- has that ever come up as like? either a challenge or have people treated you differently, et cetera, especially like in the South where um, it's not as liberal as it is here in LA. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, um, I worked with a label a long time ago that like didn't even want me to talk about being gay huh. in any type of, you know, thing that like we're doing right now any type of show that I was on I wasn't supposed to talk about it my now fiance wasn't supposed to come to shows like it was very yeah so I think it's definitely especially like women it's it's hard being a woman in the music industry no matter what right but then if you're not like the definition of what people think women should be in a dress wearing a ton of makeup whatever they don't know where to put you you know so I think a lot of labels especially like five, ten years ago where, like, we really want, like, girly women yeah. who are, like, Taylor Swift, who are going to be, like, our next Taylor Swift and whatever. So I Taylor, think, do your thing, though. Taylor, I mean, do your thing 100%. <laughs> but, like, she's totally herself. And I think yeah. that's the point is, like, be, she gets to be herself. yourself. And <laughs> and I think, yeah, it, it has been, I think, especially hard when people want to put you in boxes and music in general, you know? Yeah. So I think it's uh, – that has definitely been a challenge. But, I mean, I think – it's just kind of like owning who you are. And I think I love that about LA is like, yes, in the South, I feel like I had to come out to like every person I met, every room I was in, I had to be like, oh, and by the way, I'm gay. You know what I mean? And then I feel like here it's like, okay, cool, moving on. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not as much of a topic of conversation, yeah, yeah. I love which it. I love because I feel like LA is like, you love who you love. And like, people aren't even like, oh, I'm gay and I'm straight. They're like, I'm pan or I'm bi or I'm poly or I'm this. And you're like, <laughs> I love it. Like, just do your thing. Like, I don't think it has to be such a like, I don't know, binary situation. And yeah, so. Cool. Yeah. I I mean, the reason I ask is um, a lot of the guests that have previously be, been on Coffee with Bao um, come from some sort of minority group. Yeah. And um, I just want people to understand that there are extra layers of challenges for certain other people totally for me as an asian person having trying to do music for the last decade or so um i've heard some weird shit (laughs) like like i don't think there's a market for your type of content like my type of content is totally normal it just happens that i come from an asian country totally (laughs) yeah I think, yeah, you make such a good point. And I feel like it's like your intersections of who you are that make you make the music you make, right? So I think it's important to find people who see you and aren't trying to put you into a box that's not necessarily you. You know what I mean? I think I tried for a really long time to be like, 
the person that every label, every company wanted me to be. And then when I think I moved to LA, I was like, fuck all of it. I'm going to find people I like really love and who love me for who I am. And I've never made better music than when I've been here, you know? So I think it's so important to find companies and groups of people and artists and producers and whoever who like see you and see the power that you have because of why you're different. You know what I mean? And I think that's, that's the beautiful thing about it. Like all the people you're working with, I'm sure love what you bring to the table because of your background, you know? So I think it's just about finding people who lift you up. Woo. Woo. So, um, since we're doing this new super casual and shorter format, love it. I wanted to do a recurring bit, which is, um, what's been on your mind lately for me it's it's been a weird sense of existential dread and questioning all my life decisions oh, man. <laughs> and, and some of it some of it has to do with the pandemic because okay. like when you do the same thing for so long and there's not huge amounts of change in your routine yeah. you're like man am i just spinning my wheels forever totally um so that's been like one of the top of mind things um, what's been on your mind? Uh, I feel like a conversation I've been having a lot with a lot of people recently is like this idea of kind of what you're talking about of like where you're supposed to be by now. Ooh. You know what I mean? Of like, I'm supposed to have been famous by now. I'm supposed to have been signing a major deal by now. I'm supposed to be all these things. And I was just talking to a friend yesterday about like how recently I haven't been spending much time on social media. And I think that's, for the best, because I think so many people, I social media is such a part of all of our jobs, you know, mm-hmm. and music, because it's like kind of like your calling card. Like, I know so many industry people who go on there to see what you've been doing, you know, so we have to have it. But it's like at the same time, finding that balance of like self yeah. in the midst of that and really just trying to be like grateful for what I have accomplished this year and the past years and whatever. But I think we're also hard on ourselves, you know, and I've just really been trying to like. I don't know, send my friends love recently to be like, you know, big birthdays, big things, big whatever, holidays. Holidays are always hard on everyone because they sit and think about all the things that they haven't accomplished, you know? So I think what's been on my mind is just trying to be really like grateful for where I'm at and not necessarily putting like a milestone achievement on where I thought I would be, you know? Yeah. That's That's a weird sense of anxiety that's like looming all the time, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's hard, but it's like at the same time, the more energy and thought you put into like all the things you haven't accomplished, the less you're going to accomplish, you know, because you're like beating yourself up for something that you created. Like no one told you you had to have X, Y, and Z by the time you're X years old, but it's like, we put all these standards on ourselves and it's like, what would happen if you just didn't, (laughs) you know, like, I think, um, to translate to like non-creative or non-musical people, like I think everybody has some sense of like oh a hundred percent where they're supposed to be and where they're not yeah. In life. Oh. But I feel like um, sometimes I just sit back and I'm like, am I enjoying this process? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I doing stuff that like is my thing? Am I happy? Totally. Totally. Yeah. So it's like that authenticity thing that you have to kind of sit back and look at sometimes. A thousand percent. Super grateful. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, 
a question that I feel like we as creatives get asked a lot is like, what have you been working on? Yeah. You know, who have you been working with? And it's really kind of like a deeper question of like, Bro, I'm working on doing my laundry. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> a, a lot of people though ask it to see like, have you been working with anybody that like I should be impressed by? You know yeah. what I mean? And so I think lately I've just been saying, I've been working on shit I like. You know, like I've been working on stuff I really fuck with or I don't work on it because it's draining to me because this past couple years has been draining on all of us. So it's like we really have to find sources of inspiration, even people who are not creatives. Like you really have to find things outside of work that like inspire you. You know, like I'm training for a marathon with my fiance and I'm so excited about it because it's like has nothing to do with music, has nothing to do with making money or doing this or doing that. It's just something that like we've set our minds to that I'm fucking pumped about, you know, like, and I think we all need things that like your pets, your social life, your home, like making things that are not just about money, you know, it's important. Wow. That kind of was going to lead me or that leads maybe answers my (laughs) last question for you, which was like, what's been inspiring you lately? Yeah. Um, but yeah, something outside of your work that you really care about and is yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's been inspiring me lately. For sure. Great. I super look forward to um putting the cameras away and getting to work with yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thing. thanks for having me. You guys, that's it for Coffee with Bao. Um if you like this type of content you can head over to my website coffeewithbow.com there's a donate button that helps me keep making this thingy and uh there's also what 20 something previous episodes with really really interesting people and you can check that out too and um katie if people wanted to find you on the internet where would they do that um all my social media handles are the same, just Katie underscore Hargrove or katiehargrove.com. katiehargrove.com. See ya. <laughs> Bye.